guys. I haven't been on here for a while as far as I've been doing a lot of guest speaking because I had a project that I was working on for, I was helping a uh, grant writing company catch up on some stuff. Um, and I didn't get off until six o'clock every day. So on Fridays, on my half days, I did guest uh, spots for my podcast. And now that project is temporarily or maybe uh, over. Um, they may have me come back and help again when they need me. But I am now able to catch up on getting back into my podcast. So I have a review of some uh, thoughts that I've been uh, talking about. Uh, I've had some speaking engagements as well. I had two speaking engagements, so I want to go over what I uh, said at those events. Um, now, do you remember, do you have memories of when you were a child and you had to clean your room. I remember when my mom wanted me to clean my room and uh, she would just pile everything in the middle of my bedroom and then I would just sit there overwhelmed. I did not know what to do. Um, and I wonder how many of you remember that as a kid and how many of you have a different approach with your own kids um i i i don't know that i always knew how to teach my kids to organize their own things i have learned along the way there are things i learned as a parent but there are things that i've learned now that I'm an empty nester and I don't have the opportunity to uh, use on my kids, I wish I knew some of the tips that I know now when I had kids, but hopefully these tips will help you. But I try to teach my kids how to do things um, instead of just saying, hey, do it. I would research on the computer and find a really easy to read, easy to understand instructions on how to wash your own laundry. And I would have it typed up and I would have it posted near the washing machine so that they always had the instructions available and ready um, to use. So hopefully you can take some of your childhood memories and improve your processes with your own children. Uh, but my name, if you are tuning in to this podcast for the first time, my name is Carrie Fullerton of Fullerton's Professional Organizing. And when I did grow up, I did figure out a system that helped me when I was overwhelmed. Now, for your kids... The process may be to start off with the trash, dirty dishes, and those obvious things 
that you can clean up in your room first so that you see some progress. Maybe even making their bed will already make the room look neater. So it gives them a little motivation to continue when they see uh, some progress. But um, if it's just, but nevertheless, as a grown-up, as a child, you can start with the obvious first and it motivates you because you see some progress and it motivates you to keep going if you have a, a messy space. And if you don't have a super messy space, this works whether it's super messy or not super messy. Um, but anytime you're picking up a room, you can just take a laundry basket and pick up everything that's out of place. You're, you've got a win because your space is cleaned up quickly. And then you can take your time emptying out that basket or you can have each person come and get their belongings from the basket. And that's a quick and easy way to clean up quickly. But anyway, I thought I'd throw that tip in while I'm going through, as I'm going through my little talk. So you'll have something to take home with you. Uh, or you can have something to start on right away. So that was the system that I came up with, is just starting with the most obvious and then moving up to the rest of the getting rest of the room clean. Um, but first, clutter is to fill or cover with scattered or disordered things that impedes movement or reduces effectiveness of a space. Now, physical clutter at home, we all know is actual stuff you've got piled in your drawers, closets, counters, garage, storage unit. By the way, I did manage to clean out my storage unit, mostly because I was paying for things over and over and over, but just by having it stored, found, figured out that I can probably pay for the items I had in storage over and over and over and over again, brand new, rather than continue paying for storage. So I did manage to get rid of the storage. I don't need to rebuy any of the items, but it saves me money. Um, so now I pretty much see my home as the container. And if I have too much stuff, I need to declutter rather than uh, pay for a storage unit and spend extra money storing things that I'm not using. Um, but now um, those are the typical things we think of. The closets are overflowing, the garages that can't hold our cars, the storage units. But what about all those gifts you get that you know as soon as you open them that you're never going to use them? How long do you hold on to them? Um, you know, I've been given things that I used for a short amount of time or I used for a long period of time, but then didn't they didn't fit with where I was going and I had to either choose to just hang on to them for no reason just because they were given to me 
maybe by a family member or to let someone else use them by donating them. Um, you know, those are decisions that we face is using a gift for the amount of time that we're using it. And then what do we do with it when we're done using it? Um, gifts that you'll never use again. Uh, what about those expensive items you thought you would use, or maybe you did use, but you no longer use, or you maybe you should be using them, but you're not, and so the, now they're taunting you. Like that treadmill that says, hey, you need exercise, but you don't use it. Or those beauty products you spent a lot of money on, but they didn't work, or you just didn't like them but you don't want to get rid of them because you spent so much money on them. Um, or those kitchen appliances, cleaning tools, cleaning supplies, uh, anything that you've spent your money on that you're no longer using. Uh, hobbies, the fixer-uppers, the craft projects that you didn't get to, the sports equipment that you no longer use, the unfinished furniture, the holiday decor, the home decor, old cars, old car parts, old computers and old computer parts, outdated technology. Um, there are sentimental clutter. There's the memorabilia that are collecting dust instead of decorating the walls um, or being used. China that was passed down but not being used. Um, what about people that are still holding on to VH tracks or cassette tapes? Because in those days, uh, you know, you have memories attached to those items, even though you no longer use them. Uh, VHS videos, floppy disks, CDs. What about baby items and baby clothes? Have you kept too many of them from when your children were babies? Are there are they things that your children will want to keep? What about the things you use but just don't have a designated spot? Um, do you have a new home office? A maybe a homeschool? Now you're you have a new homeschool office reading material, family members' clutter that you're holding for someone else, those bargain items that you don't use, those freebie items that you don't use. Um, everything needs a place and a place for everything. Uh, now, here are some simple tips. I already told you uh, how I pick up my living room real quick. I throw everything in a basket and make everybody put those items away. It keeps your living room tidy because you can do a five minute cleanup every day and five minutes, everybody puts their own stuff away and it's a quick and easy way to clean a room. Now it works for super, super messy spaces too, but these are quick and easy for any space. Uh, uh, to keep from leaving your clothes on the floor or on your bed or on a chair or various places in your bedroom. Go ahead and change your clothes in your closet. Put the dirty stuff in the dirty clothes. Hang up 
you know, your jackets, uh, put, you know, change your shoes, whatever, do all of that in the closet. And then you won't have all of that scattered all over your bedroom. Even if you seem to drop it into your closet, you close the closet door and your bedroom's not a mess. But um, now that I have started dressing in my closet, I do put things away because it's just as easy now to put my clothes away as it was to leave it out because it's right there at arm's length. Just like when you brush your teeth, you take your toothbrush, brush your teeth, and you put it back because it's it's one hand, it's just one motion or two motions. Um, and once you start changing clothes in your closet, it's so much easier and quicker to just put your stuff away. Um, here's another tip before I move on to business organization. This is just a, a list of quick rundown of some things that I want to share with you today. Um, uh, put all your extra dishes in a bin and keep it in your garage. Only keep, if there's only two of you, if there's only four of you, only keep four plates, four spoons, four forks, four cups. Just keep enough dishes in your cabinets for that day. This helps in two ways. Two, it keeps the kids from using a different cup every time they get a drink throughout the day. So five cups per person. If they got five drinks in a day, that's a lot of cups. Um, they have to reuse that same cup throughout the day or wash their dish before they can use it again. Uh, it also does this. You can put all your dirty dishes in a dish pan instead of piling them in the sink because you're only going to have enough for each person in your family then you're able to just automatically fill your sink up with soapy water at the when you begin cooking and those dirty dishes will go into that dish pan you have let them soak while you're eating you wash them and put them away so if there's only four family members there's only four cups four forks four plates fast easy cleanup um you don't have to wash you know a cup for every meal for every person it just cuts down on a lot of extra dishes what i would do that drove me crazy was i would have my whole kitchen clean and even though i had rules for bringing dishes into the bedrooms it seemed like every time i cleaned the kitchen i would have a kid come out with 15 coffee mugs because they used a different coffee mug every day and didn't bring it out until I, you know, until they decided it was time. So I would have the kitchen clean and then I'd have all these dirty dishes in the sink. Um, now, you've got two options. Every time you do dishes, you can go through the whole entire house and make sure you collected all the dirty dishes or... You can reinforce those rules, no uh, dishes in your bedroom, or you can only have enough cups for them to drink during that day, and you wash them daily, 
and uh, they have, and, and that's the same with towels and sheets. If you only have two per person, they wash their sheets and towels when they wash their clothes, maybe with the jeans or something like that. And they are responsible for their own towels and their own sheets when they do their laundry. Now, of course, little ones, you know, you'll have to help the little ones. But once they're old enough to wash their own, they can wash their own towels, their own sheets, and their own clothes. Um, and the last one is pretty organizational systems are not necessary. But if they will help you, keep you motivated to keep the organization up, then by all means, buy the pretty little bins if it will help you, uh, motivate you to keep it pretty and to keep it organized. All right, now, business clutter. Business clutter is disorganized processes that impede or reduce organizational effectiveness productivity and revenue research shows that cluttered spaces have negative effects on stress anxiety levels the ability to focus eating choices and even your sleep it also creates a poor first impression of your perceived skills and abilities at the office when someone stops by your desk now, digital clutter is essentially the disorganization of your data, files, and digital devices. This mess can appear in many forms like crowded inboxes, full phone storage, hundreds of files on your desktop. Now, do you have thousands of unread emails in your inbox? It's all the files saved on your computer without file names so that you have a hard time finding what you need because you forgot to put a file name on it. Um, from the hundreds of pictures stored on your phone to files filling your desktop, we all have digital clutter. Another business clutter is the poverty mindset. Always apologizing for how much you charge, not knowing your worth, those voices in your head that tell you that you're not quite good enough or the worst are the worst kind of mental junk. Pay close attention to these thoughts and learn to retrain your brain to be more positive. Uh, now, other business clutter could be all the decisions that you have to make, whether they're business decisions or at-home decisions, um, ideas, to-do lists, meetings, uh, all of these things um, add to our clutter, business clutter. Ideas that have not been written down or discussed. You know, brain dump your list of ideas and to-dos because it gets it out of your mind and then you can refer to the list and it gives you a lot of peace. If you've heard out of sight, out of mind, well, if it's out of mind, it can also be kept in front of you at all times by being written down and it frees up your mind to think of other things. Uh, stop doing tasks you don't need to do. 
be doing. Find someone to do them or a system that will simplify them for you. Do you really need to check your email 20 times a day or is it just a habit? Do you really need to do your own bookkeeping? Um, are you good at doing your own bookkeeping? Is that something that you could hire out? Uh, is, is it the best use of your time? Um, meetings. Ask yourself, can this meeting be done in an email? Is it necessary? Uh, coworkers or clients. Difficult coworkers or clients can really cause your mind clutter. Unclear instructions for coworkers or clients can cause them to drain your time and energy as well because they're always calling and they're always asking questions because their directions are not clear. We need, here are two tips. If you have a home business or you're an entrepreneur, declutter your computer while watching TV because that's a boring job. Um, or if it's at work, use 15 minutes a day at the same time every day to declutter some of your digital uh, stuff on your computer. Uh, and always have standard operating procedures for everything you do. Start while you're, you're a single entrepreneur and as you hire uh, employees, type out all the standard operating procedures and tweak them as your business grows. Don't wait till you have a whole bunch of employees and then start doing your standard operating procedures. Um, now, social clutter can come in many of these, all three of all categories of clutter, but social clutter, your Calendar activities, social media, too much TV, social media sports, uh, hobbies, relationships, busyness, trials, and tribulations. What activities do you need to keep or let go of? Is it time to say no to a group or a study or a class? You know, are we too busy? And that goes right into now our emotional and mental clutter. The stuff you're holding onto in your heart from past hurts, failures, yes, fun times too. This type of clutter consists of negative patterns and beliefs you don't even realize that you're carrying around and can include can't statements like, I can't lose weight, I can't do this, I can't quit my job and own my own business. This could be your fears, your to-do list, what's going on in the news, or anything else that's filling your head at night that keeps you from sleeping. Past relationships and painful memories. I used to be the I used to be poor, so I just in case I got to keep this just in case. Um, you know those skinny clothes, fat clothes who I used to be, who I hope to be in the future, um, things that will be worth something someday, or when I get rich items. Are you hanging on to something from a previous season of life that you can let go of? What negative emotions do you want to surrender? Release the hurts, bad memories, and losses. Now, heart and mind clutter. Could be guilt, shame, fears, lies, bitterness, unforgiveness, pride, anger, resentment, 
negativity, perfectionism, that's a big one, anxiety, abandonment, imp imp impatience, and worry. These are all things that we can train ourselves and learn to let go of. When I, these things are stressing me out, when the heart, mind, and mental clutter are overwhelming me, this is what I do. The best way to declutter and organize my mind, and I think this will work for everyone, but if it's offensive to you, you can erase it. But for me, the best way to declutter and organize my mind is through prayer and praise and worship music. As you begin the process, ask God to do the cleaning. Ask him to show you what he wants you to let go and what he wants to stay. He may surprise you. What you consider letting go or what you consider clutter may be an area that he is using because he has great plans for you. So it's always good to take it to God in prayer and then praise and worship just drowns out your negativity and, and, and leaves you encouraged. Well, I hope this podcast was helpful to you and I can't wait to see you on the next podcast. Uh, I do have a guest podcast, but it was over an hour long, so it will probably be a part one and a part two, um, depending on how much editing I need to do, um, but it's over an hour long, so we'll probably do it in two parts, um, and uh, I think you'll really enjoy our next guest, and I will see you on the next podcast. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening.